All right, all right. <laughs> okay. So the first thing I'm thinking is, I feel like I'm on an episode of Sesame Street because I asked God, what am I sharing about? And he says, being and belonging. So I'm like, oh, so this testimony is brought to you by the letter B. So here we go. You're going to hop in a time machine with me. We're going to learn a little bit about how I learned the wrong way about belonging. Choose a DeLorean, choose a phone booth, whatever you want. DeLorean's pretty choice this week. So here we go. In third grade, my teacher took a picture of each of us and put us on a bulletin board. And, you know, I don't know if you guys had that happen, but it's kind of cool. You get to know people in the beginning of the school year. You look at your classmates. Well, one day the teacher took my picture down and in front of the class. And I kind of wondered why. And then I saw that someone had taken a push pin out of the wall and had punched my face out. And I didn't understand. Like, I felt like maybe I did something wrong, but I'm like, but I didn't do anything wrong. And I felt really lonely and hurt and confused. And there was this other child who had a couple of pinholes in their picture. And I was like, are they going to get taken down too? Please say they get taken down too. But that didn't happen. A little while later, we had a policeman come to our classroom. And he did a badge project. So we each had a star, a paper star with our name on it. And we had a piece of paper attached to it. And then we wrote down compliments on people's desk. And oh, I was so excited. I got to quote a movie quote to one kid who used to quote this movie all the time. So I was so excited. But then there was the teacher angry, raising her voice. And I still kind of ignored it at first because I was so into the project. And then I realized everyone was stopped. And I was like, oh, I better turn around. And then I stopped because she was holding my paper and saying that people were saying horrible things. And she ripped my paper off the star, put a new one on, put it on the desk and said, now you gotta write nice things. I was mortified. <laughs> I, I felt so alone. And then I didn't really enjoy the rest of the project. And when I came back, there was a, um, just a bunch of comments that said, you're nice, you're nice, you're nice. It's probably one reason why I didn't like the comment, have a nice summer on my yearbook. But years passed, and I clung to what I knew. My family loved me. My mom loved me. My dad loved me. So I really had this idea of this is what it has to be. People need to meet this requirement, and then I know that I belong. I didn't realize how powerful those memories had hurt me. Uh, God's been showing me a lot recently that it did mean a lot to me and that I needed to cry about it. I've actually told my father and my sister about this and they didn't know. And it helped a lot to know that they didn't know. And if they'd known, maybe I would have had more support. God showed me something pretty powerful when it comes to belonging. I've been at Epic since the beginning. And I was like, maybe I don't belong here. Is my picture gonna get taken down? I mean, I've been here a long time, and sometimes I don't serve, so what does that mean? I've gotten words about roots and trees and that I'm rooted here. I got a word that said I'm home, but I didn't really understand what that meant until April when my Nana passed away. My Nana was 91 years old, powerful, happy, in love with life, a great friend to all. 
and one day I was looking at a picture of us, and I was in fourth grade. And I was judging myself at first, and then I looked at her picture, and I've never seen love like that, or really allowed myself to see it. It was 100% love. This woman met Shirley Temple, Mickey Rooney, Bing Crosby, and I was her celebrity. She was in love with me. And that's what God thinks about every single one of us. To belong in the picture, you have to remember who put you in the picture. It's not a physical picture. God put me in the picture and he kept me there. So the other thing I wanted to share was being. This is a word I hated. This was like a five-letter word I didn't want to hear for a really long time. A few years back, I started to know that I had a responsibility on how to um, take care of my life, get more involved in Epic, but here's the issue. I was an eternal student. I knew about textbooks, I knew about programs, I knew about, I could do A, B, and C. I know that A and B equals C, I could do that. I didn't know how to relax. And I'm so thankful to my friends here, my family here, who did not leave me. Did they draw some boundaries? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's very true. But um, they stayed with me because I was worth staying for and I just didn't realize that. So I was actually suicidal for a time. Um, I actually lived with some great roommates that I met here, but at the beginning of it, or even in the middle, I don't remember when, but one day I waited till the roommates were gone I went to the kitchen, I took a knife out, I weighed it in my hand, I touched the edge with my thumb, I looked at my wrist and I wondered, maybe that knife belongs there. I feel like I can't do this. I did tell my roommate Ashley about it, but, um, and I got prayer over it at a small group, but I didn't really feel anything. I felt like I was just going through something I thought I had to do. God finally said, you need to just stop. You need to stop. I had people here who said, you need to stop. Stop serving, stop being on leadership. Allow yourself to be. And for a long time I thought, oh, well, okay, maybe I'll get off of leadership and then everything will be great and then I'll get back on leadership and then life will make sense. Uh, I will tell you that I am not currently under a title of leader and haven't been for years. And I haven't been more powerful or more free than now. So here's what happened. God happened. He loved on me like crazy. And he loved me in the ways that I knew how to receive love. Okay, so like if anybody's ever tried to win a raffle basket, it is a very sure odd. And no, seriously, so I won a raffle basket like two years ago. I have been at work for years. I have never won a raffle basket and I won it. And God had told me already I wasn't going to try to do a good deed and give away raffle basket stuff. Because that's why I entered like half the raffles. But one basket, I wanted all to myself. And I won it. It was $150 worth of movie tickets, popcorn, <laughs> like eight DVDs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was the best month and a half ever. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> So, um, but even more powerful, friends, people just started coming to me who were really attracted to me and I hadn't done anything. I was just myself and I was like, oh, I, I guess this works. 
I've had a month of just great social time with friends, going to events and being more happy than I have been in years. And it's, it's been amazing. It really, really has. Um, another thing. Now I do stuff. Now I'll pray. Now I, I look into certain places I want to lead at. But there's something I always start with. God actually will wake me up most mornings. I'll wake up and I'll think, maybe I need to read the Bible. Or, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do this. And first thing I hear, Sarah, I love you so much. You know I love you. And it stops me. And it helps me just be happy and realize I, I don't have to have it all together right now. A lot of life is that. So I just want to share with you. I think I've, I've shared everything um, I've actually wanted to share. And here's a miracle that you witnessed. I summarized. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.